Pastor Michelle Donatien coming to you from Michelle Donatien Ministries. And I want to encourage you with a fresh word from the Lord today. To Jesus be all the praise. Well, well, welcome, 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 and God bless you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian coming to you. Today is the 7th, excuse me, today is the 8th of December, Tuesday, and it's 2020. And I am here today with a powerful word from the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm really looking forward to sharing this with you. And we are going to be reading in the book of 1 Kings, and we're going to be reading about the wisdom of God. So have you ever been saying to yourself, have you ever said, Lord God, or not just to yourself, but to yourself or to the Lord, or maybe you've only said it to yourself and you need to say it to the Lord. Maybe you've, have you ever said, I need wisdom. I need wisdom in this situation. We all need wisdom in our lives to raise our children, to work effectively, to run our ministries, our businesses, just to live, we need wisdom. If we're walking around blindly, well, it's just that, blind. So if you've ever asked the Lord, or if you've ever needed wisdom, or if you've ever wanted wisdom, which I think that pretty much, you know, hits everybody, (laughs) stay tuned for a powerful message. Well, my Lord is so faithful and he's so wonderful. And whatever we ask for that honors him, he will give it to us anything. Can you imagine the things that we could ask that the Lord would do or the things that we don't even have to ask and he will do and he wants to do if we'll just receive it? What a wonderful God we serve. You know, I heard my pastor preaching today and he was talking to someone. He was sharing the word of God. And one of the things he said is that the Lord God only wants us to be available. He told a story and it was a comical story, but it was a very surreal story. And he said that the Lord God just wants us to be available. That's what he wants because God is doing the work through us. It's not us who's doing it. He's doing it and he's doing it through us And we are his vessels and he loves us and he loves to bless us and he loves to bless others as well through us. Hallelujah. Wow. I think of Esther. You've read that story. You've read the the book of Esther, I'm sure. If you haven't, I recommend that you go there and read it today. But in the book of Esther, there's a term that many people use and it's for such a time as this. Hallelujah. And in the book of Esther, we know that Esther, Hadassah, she was the queen. She took Vashti's spot, if you will. The Lord God put her there, right? And the Jews were in danger of being massacred, massacred. And what happened? Her cousin, who you know had raised her because her parents had died, her cousin who raised her said to her, you know, for all you know, for such a time as this is why the Lord God put you in 
palace. And I'm going to read this to you, okay? This is in the book of Esther, chapter 4. You need to go there yourself. The book of Esther, chapter 4. And this is what happened. We're going to start at, I think, verse 8. All right. Um, let's start at verse 7. And it says, and more, so this is Esther chapter 4, verse 7. It says, and Mordecai told him of all that had happened unto him. Hallelujah. But you know what? Before we go on, let's pray because I want to get into the meat of this. I'm so excited, but we need to give the Lord God glory first. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today and we glorify you. Lord God, forgive me for getting ahead of myself. Lord, for getting ahead of you because you are so wonderful. We welcome you here. We ask you to take over. Holy Spirit, because this is your time. This is not about me or anyone else. This is your time. So I ask you, Holy Spirit, to give me the right words to say and touch the hearts of your people in Jesus' name. And all God's people said thanks and amen. Hallelujah. All right, so for Esther, Esther chapter 4, verse 7, it says, And Mordecai told him of all that had happened unto him and of the sum of the money that Haman had, had promised to pay to the king's treasuries, for the Jews to destroy them. Also, he gave him the copy of the writing of the decree that was given at Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther and to declare it unto her, and to charge her that she should go in unto the king to make supplication, uh, excuse me, she should go in unto the king to make supplication unto him and to make request before him for her people. And Hattak, came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Again, Esther spake unto Hattak. The Hattak was, the, was one of the servants. Hattak, and gave him commandment unto Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come in unto the king into the inner court, who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, that he may live. But I have not been called to come in unto the king these 30 days. And they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place, but thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Wow. I want to read on. Verse 15. Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Now, we know the story. In the end... Because Esther went in for such a time was it for her that God used her. Now, he would have used anybody. He could have used anybody. God is God. He can do whatever he wants. To be quite frank, he could 
you know, he could have set it up that he just did it all, but he chose to use his people because he wanted to bless us. Hallelujah. He chose to use his people. So he blessed Esther's family line through her obedience. Now, as we read the word of God, we see that the Lord God will give us wisdom. Hallelujah. And we know yesterday we were reading about wisdom that Solomon had because the Lord God wanted to bless him so much that he came to Solomon in a dream, spoke for Solomon in the dream as if it were Solomon. And he granted Solomon what Solomon said in the great dream, which was really the Holy Spirit, which was the Lord speaking because the Holy Spirit is his spirit. That's how much God wanted to bless him. Did you catch that? The Holy Spirit spoke the words in the dream. And because he spoke the words in the dream, he basically gave credit to Solomon and Solomon was blessed. Solomon didn't say anything. But you see, God knew Solomon's heart. We know this. We know this. God knew Solomon's heart. But God's heart is bigger than ours. God's heart is so amazing. He blessed Solomon with wisdom. Solomon didn't even ask for it. That's a dream, my friends. That was a dream. I know everybody talks about how Solomon, you know, asked for wisdom and the Lord gave it to him, but that was a dream, saints. (laughs) God is so faithful and so powerful that he will move in your dreams, speak for you and do it through you. Praise God. God, hallelujah. (laughs) Well, we are going to be reading here more about that today. I'm so excited. We're going to be reading in the book of 1 Kings chapter 5. And let's begin. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants unto Solomon. For he had heard that they had, uh, had anointed him king in the room of his father. For Hiram was ever a lover of David. And Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, Thou knowest how that David my father could not build an house unto the name of the Lord his God for the wars which were about him on every side until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God hath given me rest on every side so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. And behold, I purpose to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build an house unto my name. Now therefore command thou that they hew me cedar trees out of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with thy servants. And unto thee will I give hire for thy servants according to all that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that there is not among us any that can skill to hew timber like unto the Sidonians. And it came to pass when Hiram heard the words of Solomon that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, which hath given unto David a wise son over his great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have considered the things which thou sentest to me sentest to me for, and I will do all thy desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning timber of fir. 
My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon unto the sea, and I will convey them by sea and floats unto the place that thou shalt appoint me, and will cause thou to be cause them to be discharged there. And thou shalt receive them, and thou shalt accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar trees and fir trees according to all his desire. And Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures of wheat for food to his household and 20 measures of pure oil. Thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. Wow. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon and they made, too made a league together. And King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was 30,000 men. And he sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses. A month they were in Lebanon and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the levy. And Solomon had threescore and 10,000 that bear burdens, and fourscore thousand hewers in the mountains. Beside the chief of Solomon's officers, which were over the work, 3,300 which ruled over the people that wrought in the work. And the king commanded, and they brought great stones, costly stones, and huge stones to lay the foundation of the house. And Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders did hew them, and the stone squarers, so they prepared timber and stones to build the house. Now just think about this, the wisdom that the Lord gave Solomon, that he would ask for these things, that he would do these things, that he could carry them out. This is nothing but by the grace of God. Now I want to encourage you right now. No, no, I'm going to share this afterwards. I want to share. I just want you to hold on. I want you to listen. And I have something I want to share with you at the end. First Kings chapter six. And it came to pass in the 480th year after the children of Israel were out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month Ziph, which is the second month, that he began to build the house of the Lord. And the house which King Solomon built for the Lord, the length thereof was threescore cubits, and the breadth thereof twenty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits, and the porch before the temple of the house twenty cubits was the length thereof. According to the breadth of the house, and ten cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And for the house he made windows of narrow lights, and against the wall of the house he built chambers round about, against the walls of the house round about, both of the temple and of the oracle, and he made chambers round about. The nethermost chamber was five cubits broad, and the middle was six cubits broad, and the third was seven cubits broad. For without in the wall of the house he made narrowed rests round about, that the beams should not be fastened in the walls of the house. And the house, when it was building, was built out of stone, excuse me, was built of stone, made ready before it was brought thither, so that there was neither hammer, nor axe, nor any tool of iron heard in the house while it was in building. The door for the middle chamber was in the right side of the house. And they went up with winding stairs into the middle chamber and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it and covered the house with beams and boards of cedar. And then he built chambers against all the house, five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timbers of cedar. And the word of the Lord came to Solomon, saying, 
concerning this house which thou art in building, if thou wilt walk in my statutes and execute my judgments and keep all my commandments to work in them, to walk in them, excuse me, then will I perform my word with thee, which I spake unto David thy father. And I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. And he built the walls of the house within with boards of cedar, both the floor of the house and the walls of the ceiling. And he covered them on the inside with wood and covered the floor of the house with planks of fir. And he built 20 cubits on the sides of the house, both the floor and the walls with boards of cedar. He even built them for it within even for the oracle, even for the most holy place. And the house, that is, the temple before it was 40 cubits long. And the cedar of the house within was carved with knops and open flowers. All was cedar, there was no stone seen. And the oracle he prepared in the house within to set there the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And the oracle of the forepart was 20 cubits in length and 20 cubits in breadth and 20 cubits in the height thereof, and he overlaid it with pure gold, and so covered the altar which was of cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold, and he made a partition by the chains of gold before the oracle, and he overlaid it with gold. And the whole house he overlaid with gold until he had finished all the house. Also the whole altar that was by the oracle he overlaid with gold. And within the oracle, he made two cherubims of olive tree, each 10 cubits high. And five cubits was the one wing of the cherub. And five cubits, the other wing of the cherub, from the uttermost part of the one wing unto the uttermost part of the other were 10 cubits. And the other cherub was 10 cubits. Both the cherubims were of one measure and one size. The height of the one cherub was 10 cubits and was, and so was it of the other cherub. And he set the cherubim within the inner house, and they stretched forth the wings of the cherubims, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall. And their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. And he overlaid the cherubims with gold, and he carved all the walls of the house round about with carved figures of cherubims, and palm trees, and open flowers within and without. And the floor of the house he overlaid with gold within and without. And for the entering of the oracle, he made doors of olive tree. The lintel and side posts were a fifth part of the wall. The two doors also were of olive tree, and he carved upon them carvings of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold, and spread gold upon the cherubims and upon the palm trees. So also made he for the door of the temple posts of olive tree, a fourth part of the wall. And the two doors were of the fir tree. The two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. And he carved thereon cherubims and palm trees and open flowers, and covered them with gold fitted upon the carved work. And he built the inner court with three rows of hewed stone and a row of cedar beams. In the fourth year was the foundation of the house of the Lord laid in the month Ziph. And, the eleventh, and in the eleventh year in the month Bull, which is the eighth month, was the house finished throughout all the parts thereof 
and according to all the fashion of it, so was he seven years building it. Wow. Now, I want you to think about what God did through Solomon. Now, it may not seem like a big deal to you. Maybe. And it may seem like a big deal. Some people might look at it and say, well, this is just a house. I mean, it's a beautiful house, but this is just a house. But just think about all of the details. And remember, nothing is lost on God. So every detail has a purpose. Every single detail, every direction, every inch, every cubit, every material, everything had a purpose. Even how long it took for it to be built. Seven years? Seven, seven, that's a holy number, seven, wow. You see, God is so faithful. I wanna share with you today that if you will allow God to work through you, if you will just surrender, just let him do the work, just show up and let him do the work. And I don't mean be unprepared. I mean to ask the Lord God, what do you have for me to do, Lord God? And I'll do it. Just telling him that, I'll do it, Lord God, and mean it. God will work wonders through your life. Wonders. I've seen him do things in my own life. And even now I'm watching him do things that are blowing me away. But he wants us to move and to be obedient and open to whatever he has. Just be open and ready to what he has for you. Hallelujah. The Lord is faithful. And if you'll do that, if you'll be ready and open, God will get the victory gloriously. Well, my friends, I hope and pray that you were blessed by that powerful word from the Lord because God is faithful and he will do exactly what he says he will do. Hallelujah. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to close in prayer, but I just want to encourage you. I want you to know that if you will walk, if you will walk in the direction that you feel the Lord leading you in, I shouldn't say feel. If you'll walk towards what God has called you to do, just walk towards it. God is going to move as you walk. I've seen him do it in my own life. I'm watching him do things that are blowing my mind even now today. And I can only imagine how much more powerful they will be as the days grow on. God takes us from glory to glory to glory. We continue going up, 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 up. If that makes sense to you, I wish I could show you with my hand. But what I mean is we're here and then we go to the next level and the next level and the next level, all in Jesus. Only when you're in Jesus. But he keeps taking you up and up and up and higher and higher and higher and higher in Jesus when you're obedient to him. Just walk and say, Lord God, whatever, wherever you'll send me, I'll go and watch him do it. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. I thank you, Lord God, for each and every one here. And at the sound of my voice, Lord God, I thank you that you have moved in the hearts of your people, Lord God. I ask you right now in the name of Jesus to touch their hearts, Lord God, in their lives. Lord God, give each one wisdom. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And move in their hearts that they will not be fearful, but that they will do what you've called them to do. Walking it out boldly in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I lift up your 
persecuted church. And I also pray that you'll touch the hearts of your people in the name of Jesus. I lift up the persecuted church right now and I ask you, Father, to wrap your wonderful and beautiful arms around them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you will comfort them and let them know that you are right there. But give them strength and boldness, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus and touch their families. Oh, Father, each and every family, Lord God, in the persecuted church and even in the people of God that are listening at the sound of my voice right now, even around the world in the name of Jesus, Lord, touch them mightily. Touch their families in the name of Jesus. Turn them around in Jesus' name. Wake them up that they may walk and run according to your plan in Jesus' name with joy. Hallelujah. Unspeakable joy. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I plead your precious blood over your body, over the people of God that are listening and those that are in the persecuted church and over their families, over their homes and their properties and their ministries and over their jobs and their finances and businesses, over their realms of influence and over their relationships. Lord, I plead your precious blood of Jesus, your precious blood over the everything you've ordained for them to have in their lives in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask you to enlarge their territories and I thank you right now. Meet every single need in their lives in Jesus name. We thank you and all God's people said, amen. Well, my friends, the Lord is so faithful. So I'm just glad that you've joined me here today. Thank you so much for joining me. The Lord is faithful. He is wonderful. And he's done it again. Hallelujah. So share this. Glory be to God. Just go to anchor.fm forward slash Michelle and you can find this. And if you're listening right now online, you, I'm sure I've already found this link. Whatever apps you're using, whatever uh, uh, podcast app you're using, you can share it that way as well. But you can go to anchor.fm and you forward slash Michelle Donatian and you can share it with your friends or you can even go to my website and that's michelledonatian.com and I'll be posting it there today. So I just hope and pray that you enjoy, hallelujah, what God is doing in your life. Look at it and enjoy it. Look for the great joy in what God is doing and how he's using you. I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. I love you. May the Lord God be with you. And I, I'm just so grateful that you're here. And I thank you for all of your grace. And even as we, uh, as we bring on the podcast, really it's around the same time every day, but it's later than my plan. So I do apologize for that. But I thank you for your grace. I thank you for supporting my ministry. And remember... Be praying for us. The Lord God is moving. January 1st is our very first international prayer meeting. Glory be to God. And so any of you that want to join us, you will be able to join us. I'm going to have more details. I'll be putting them out on my webpage in the next, on my website in the next few days. Glory be to God. So you can be a part of it. You that are leaders, hallelujah. You that are lay people. If, if you don't know what a lay person is, that's just any Christian. <laughs> that's a church folk word, the lay people people. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a word in the Bible. I'm not sure, but that's the word that, that most church folks say. So the point is anybody can be a part of this. You don't have to be a leader. You don't have to be not a leader. Anybody. If you're a Christian, I want you there. Hallelujah. Because there's power in you 
by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So remember, it's going to be on January the 1st. I will have all the details in the next few days on my webpage, on my website, michelledonatian.com. Please tell your friends about it. Be praying that the Lord God will send musicians for us, that they'll be able to minister in song while we pray, that he'll send the people, the leaders that need to be a part of it, that need to be praying. Glory be to God internationally. Hallelujah. And then a location He will open up the door for a location as well. So I love you all. May the Lord God bless each and every one of you mightily. May he meet every one of your needs. I love you. Thank you again for your support. Until tomorrow. God bless you. Well, sweet people of God, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. Tune in tomorrow for a new and fresh word from the Lord for you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian signing off. God bless you and to Jesus be all the praise.